This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Pull up to my bumper, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's the preview show sponsored by Bet365. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore joins us. All right. And Pete Donaldson is always with us. Is your bumper wide enough for both a lady and a gentleman? You'll see. <laughs> It's the Football Ramble preview show, everybody. I wouldn't rather be anywhere else, my goodness. Now, uh, gather round. We're already gathered very yeah, close. As you well know. <laughs> Some would say too close. Let me back into you. Mm. Um, <laughs> Peter. Hello. You are going to say something. Uh, was I? Yeah, you were going to talk about the Champions League. Pete, All right. you, you, Pete. <laughs> well, I'm doing your job for you, am I? Yeah. Right, okay, here's the football Pete, ramble. You're uh, not you a man who's in charge of your own mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to say something. Wow. You must get my opinions right. Are you like, <laughs> are you like one of those uh, numbskulls that live in my head? One of them. I can't, I can't imagine I am. No. Don't um, expand on it. But, uh, I'd let, like to think there's a little version of all of us in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair. On each shoulder. Mm. <laughs> uh, Leicester are out of the Champions League. Yeah. Idiots. Uh, wow, dearie. But, uh, do you know what? It was As Jim and I were talking about on Forza Ramble yesterday on our Facebook Live, I thought it was best case scenario in the end for, for Leicester because they went out only two on an aggregate to a side who've been in the final twice that could go on and win it yeah. rather than getting pumped. It was yeah. very dignified, wasn't it? Very dignified. I mean, they, they were more dignified than perhaps Barcelona against Juventus I mean it could, there, there are occasionally absolute shellackings dished out in the Champions League I can't, I can't think of any <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say I'm surprised you said Barcelona when you were talking about uh, dignified I think there'll be time for Arsenal later yeah, okay. I, yeah, let's not go too early on that no. um, you're right absolutely. Leicester left with dignity intact pride intact gave a good spread, account of themselves second half they nearly did it I thought yeah. I mean, Simeone was very gracious as well, wasn't he? He's, he's come across very well. Yeah, it's easy to be when you've won. Well, true. And you were always <laughs> going to win. I think that you're right, Pete. It was a good second half. But uh, let's not forget that Atletico Madrid are a better side and they are one of the canniest teams yeah. on the planet. And uh, had yeah. Leicester have got to 2-1, I'm pretty sure Atleti... I know football it sort of swings and it's easy to say, but I, I think Atleti would have been okay. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know how canny sticking nine men behind the ball is, to be honest. Well, when you, when you, when well, it works for them. I know it works for them. Well, they work for them in this match, I know. New, Newcastle should try it. Yeah. 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 Well, just one would be good. <laughs> just yeah, one behind the ball. Yeah. 
But I think Adelaide, I got the impression, I mean, no disrespect to, to Leicester City or their fans, but I get the impression that Adelaide are probably playing a bit within themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're right about that. I tweeted about them being canny. I said that them and Juventus, actually, I think Marcus, you and I spoke about it a couple of days ago, are the two most canny sides in, in world football. And what, what we mean by canny is that they're just yeah. streetwise. Well, they can. Wily. Yeah, yeah they're just, they're just, they're just, all the, tri- all, they're all the tricks in the book, basically. Mm. Well, th- a great example, we were, sorry, we were talking about this yesterday on Forza Ramble as well, was the, the last kick of the game was Antoine Griezmann sort of bearing down on an open goal because uh, Schmeichel had come out, but knowing there was about 10 seconds left on the clock. So just rolling it into the box, not even attempting to score, just mm. getting the ball into space to run that clock down. And it's, you know, it's the management to the second. He was probably of the game. thinking that. And, and Uncle Diego will be very proud of me. For yeah, that. quite. And that's, <laughs> that's a goal. And that's worth more than a goal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will eat tonight. i tell you what, if it, let's go and get Juventus in the semi-final. Oh, I'm recording, obviously the draw's not been made. That's that going to be a be chess match, isn't it? Because it's settled on a sudden death penalty. Quite. <laughs> let's play like an Italian team, really, don't they? Yeah. Sort of traditional kind of uh, Catanaccio uh, style. The way they should decide that is either a um, game of one hand of uh, five card uh, poker, mm-hmm. um, a thumb war. No, but you see, uh, poker, it'll be stick or twist stick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it will, it would, be. Yeah. It would still go to penalty. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> That's blackjack. Right. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Don't play with them. No, we've got to get the right game. <laughs> they'll, they'll, um, they'll, they'll just be so stubborn, it'll be unreal. But yeah. I, I think the draw I'd like to see, would, I'd like to see those two kept separate, actually, because it'd mm. be interesting to see if that type of um, streetwise mentality can actually win you the tawny. The tawny. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. I, I I suppose it's great to see Monaco in there with with what mm. they've done this. They come from yeah. nowhere, really, yeah. with that young squad, in, in a sense. Um, but I, I just... Cristiano Ronaldo is the type of man who just got his 100th uh, Champions League goal still got booed by the Real Madrid fans because it's not quite what, good enough what was the reason for that? Uh, he should have got four I'm sure they have their reasons I, 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 thought it, whistled. I thought it was because two of those guys were offside and they are scrupulously fair <laughs> <laughs> Dan said after the game that he used to get whistled and apparently even De Stefano got whistled back in back wow. in his day so well, it's just something they do they love a whistle they do they, they love Full a whistle of air. But when Pete and I were severely over and it wasn't welcome that whistling when we were there last but mm. um, the other thing about the Real Madrid fans is and I, 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 there are a few probably that listen to this show but certainly not many so we're mm-hmm. on safe territory here is that when Atletico scored the equaliser in the Madrid derby mm. last month yes. um, to go one all with five minutes left a lot of Real Madrid fans left well, yeah, there, was, there was an emptying out wasn't there at yeah. one all in a derby yeah. and and really, a, really and, disrupting and, my sh- seed eating to be honest they, if that was at Fratton Park there would still be fans trying to get in they all going <laughs> <Yeah>. home <laughs> There was a lot of the, the one Spanish swear word I know being bandied around as well yeah, at that yeah. point. It was amazing. It's very multi-use, yeah, that one, isn't it? The yeah. P word. Yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. I, what I was going to say is that, that obviously no team has defended the Champions League trophy, which is something that I'm sure most of us quite enjoy, that fact. Yeah. yeah. But especially in this day and age... With, Makes it special. Yeah, especially in this day and age with... Uh, normally there's three, four clubs that are pushed that are strong favourites for the Champions League. Mm. You're not going to get a Red Star Belgrade winner or something no. like that anymore. Although, I mean, I suppose Monaco would be the perhaps a modern day equivalent um, although they don't lack money clearly it's not uh, outrageous to have a team to get to the semi though is it uh, no it isn't it isn't right. but you've, Dynamo Kiev are not going to do it again you know no, that kind yeah. of thing so it tends to be now Atleti are in the conversation Barcelona yeah. maybe PSG and Bayern Munich uh, so I, I, I think anyone but Real Madrid because I would like that fact to mm. be preserved however you look at Cristiano Ronaldo the way he likes to just crap on records and all this kind of yeah. stuff blah, blah 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 and you just think yeah, they're going to do it and he's going to get the winner. What a career he's had, by the way, oh. obvious to say, but it's worth mentioning around the time that he scored his 100th Champions League goal, 
I mean, we're all here old enough to remember when he was on the same platform as, as Wayne Rooney <laughs> yeah. uh, a number of years ago now. Wayne Rooney's got 30 Champions League goals. Yeah. And Which, I mean, still isn't bad. Cristiano Ronaldo's got 100. Well, but, I mean, has got 59. If you think about what wow. a big deal it is when a player reaches 100 goals in a league, yeah. like, it's always newsworthy. It's always a massive thing, isn't it? Yeah. To get 100 in the Champions League. Yeah. yeah. Phenomenal. Well, again, on, uh, that might never be broken. On, on falls around, well, Jim and I were saying that, you know, as I said, Shevchenko, who, who graced that tournament many, many times, 59 goals, which is a great record. And Raul, who was the top scorer in the Champions League for so many years, yeah. 71. Mm. I mean, Ronaldo's mm. way ahead. So Messi, Messi's, Messi's on what, 94? 94. If he plays for another two years, sir, he will probably go to a Champions League team, unless he goes to China or America or something like that. You'd imagine that he will just steamroll it, because he's playing more of a striker, striking yeah. Um, yeah, position he is, now, yeah, so he's yeah. going to score more goals. Well, you reckon he might hoover up some more strikes in the group stage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 150. Yeah. He's the sort of bloke who could probably score a Champions League on the group stage when he was like 60 <laughs> years old. Oh, yeah, he's... Special mention for Juventus' performance against Barcelona oh, yeah. move on because that was, to me, that was very, very satisfying to watch. Well, I like Barcelona and I, yeah. like, I, like, I love watching games like that at the very top level of, of football because the, you know, the technique and the, and the tactics are fascinating. But they were just, I mean, Barcelona, who have been the defining team of this generation, you'd probably argue. With that three in attack. Mm. Right, they're the much lauded. I mean, they, mm. they, they, but Juventus, um, uh, Chiellini and uh, Bonucci with, um, with Buffon behind, they looked like... Barcelona could have played for hours and not scored. Mm, yeah. I mean, they, they had something like 19 shots and one on time. Well, there was that Messi one early on, yeah. if he'd have scored that, you know. But I take the point. But yeah. Messi ending the game with a black eye is just testament <laughs> yeah. to, to the sort of performance Juventus can put in in that situation. You know, Messi's never scored against Buffon as well. Wow, well, OK, which, right. is, which is quite, quite a record. I, I, I thought it was a, it was a better defensive performance than Athletic did. I thought he did because it was just it was just way more organised for me. It wasn't just men behind the ball. They had the propensity to uh, to, to counter attack him, yeah. and uh, kind of catch him on the yeah, break. No, and they I, nearly did a couple of times. Yeah, it was yeah, it was a better performance. I'd like Juventus to get Real Madrid. I think that that yeah. would be. And how, how do you think mm. that would play out? Do you think Juventus would could win that? Yeah, well, I do. Yeah, I think Juventus' squad. You look at the balance of that that side. It's they are so good at the back. I know Buffon's getting on in years, but he's still a decent keeper, of course. Mm. And the, the creativity they have in midfield and going forward, that is such a brilliantly balanced squad. I know you're a big fan of Paulo Dybala. Oh, Paolo Dybala. Yeah. Well, I, you enjoy saying it like Paulo Dybala, from what I remember. I enjoy the fact that his name is essentially Paul in English, and he's nicknamed the Jewel. Yeah. And uh, you add two and two together, <laughs> and you've got Paul, Paul the Jewel. Mm. Mm. Paul Jewel. Just... Paul the DVD Jewel. <laughs> Come on, it's a family show. It's time to talk about the Premier League, ladies and gentlemen. Um, after that, uh, after Champions League talk, we come back down to earth to the Premier League with Swansea versus Stoke. <laughs> you know um, what you've done. I do, yes. <laughs> uh, well, it, it is a, it's a big game for Swansea in particular. It's must win, according to Paul uh, Clement, of course. Mm. Um, and let's hope they put on a better display than they did against Bournemouth. Did you see or hear Graham Souness' rant the other day about mm. this? It was quite stunning. He's not. He's no longer um, satisfied. By, uh, by football in this country, I don't think. Yeah. Well, he no. said uh, he went to see uh, Swansea play Bournemouth. Wasn't impressed. He says, what we can't have is this tippy-tappy football. <laughs> we no, we can't have it. Yeah, can't have it. It's not that I don't like it. We cannot have <laughs> yeah. it. So we must put a stop to this. <laughs> yeah. It's a problem that needs weeding out. So, so forget all the Champions League chat we just had there, everybody. Yeah. Um, I'll give you an example. I went to watch Bournemouth play Swansea three weeks ago and I came away thinking, I didn't enjoy that. <laughs> Others may have done. He also said. He also said the best bit was he said there was no real anger in the game. Yeah, it's like it's like it wasn't the terraces, Graham. Yeah, it's like a retired bouncer who's getting sort of misty eyed about kicking people. Yeah, you know, he can't yeah. do it anymore, and he's sad. Or, or, a, or a, like a retired police officer who's, who's a bit like a life on Mars type character. He used to love the fact that he could rough up a suspect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's on forms now, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like he, can't, he can no longer get like, the, the tacit endorsement of like, the local mm. community for roughing up a, mm. a vagabond because yeah. someone's got to keep the old little scropes in line. I, yeah. can't, yeah. I can't plant a bag of cocaine on a photocopier. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it got results. It did. <laughs> um, he said it was like watching a Dutch game of football. Not a euphemism again. Um, lots of pretty passes, but there was no fire. No one's smashing into someone. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a good thing, Graham. You know, um, there was no real anger in the game, as Luke said. It was all about, well, we'll pass. Uh, uh, sorry, we'll outpass you, and maybe we'll get a goal. And I mean, that's. I mean, we'll outpass you. That's sort of what football is. Yeah. Well, the thing is, right? If he wants a more direct style, which Leicester did employ to to, to nearly decent effect against Atletico Madrid, that that's a perfectly valid way of playing the game. Mm. Tends not to get you World Cups and European Championship wins and so on and so forth, but you can play the game like that. But the fact that you can play directly and not smash into nah, people. Fights. <laughs> Fights. Mm. Oh, we dear. need that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, agree, I agree with Paul Clement, by the way, or Paul Clement, yeah. that uh, this is definitely a must-win game for Swansea. I mean, yeah. it, that, we talked about this a week or two ago, I think, that where we said that the, the, the bounce they've had and the sort of the, the performances and the results they've got have started to peter out a little bit. And if mm. you look, if, it's, if it wasn't for Sir Goodson, who's got a decent number of goals and assists for a team who are struggling this season, mm. um, if it wasn't for him, given that Llorente has, has sort of massively come off the boil, yeah, I mean, he hasn't, about hasn't done much for a while now, has he? Um, they, they're sort of pinning all their hopes on those two players to get them goals. <clears throat> And you know, at home to Stoke, there's never really a better chance to do it because Stoke, I know they were they were decent enough last time round, uh, not last time out, but they don't really have anything to go with now. They're mm. they're, they're a lot on there with your sort of Southamptons and those types of teams who are, mm. who, are, who are looking looking at their holiday. So they massively need to win. They're four to seven with Bet three six five to be relegated from this year's Premier League, and, and ten pound on that will return fifteen pounds seventy one, including the stake. If they don't win this. Um, there are other chances left, but um, they're mm. going to they're going to play but harder they, games this season than that. Yeah, they will be in trouble. I wonder if Stoke will start Wilfred Bonny just because just because you know he's because of the because narrative know his narrative yeah, trumps all because of Pete's narrative. <laughs> yeah. Pete, would you like to see that narrative appear? I'd just like to see any narrative appear from the hungry caterpillar to Flat Stanley. As long as narratives appear, I don't mind. Don't yeah. don't, work, don't w- get yourself what a wide ranging bookshelf you must have. <laughs> Sorry, War and Peace. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Dan Brown. Dan Brown. Don't Digital wave. Fortress. Don't get your samurai sword out and wave it about. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That's, <laughs> Mate, that's that was what, a winner, and that's what Paul Clement will be saying to his team. Um, <laughs> well, Graham Sooners will be in there with an axe yeah. or something. Yeah. 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 and an axe in the other, just imagine, banging them together. Imagine if they, if they cut to Graham Sooners at the entrance. The pundits and soon as he's sat there, topless. <laughs> yeah, because I reckon he's probably in good nick for a man. He's covered yeah, yeah. in blood, but you sense it's not his. War paint, blood, uh, a samurai sword, and an axe. No, well, actually, one of those maces that they had in medieval mm. times. Soon as I, I we was... talk about those maces a lot more than we should. The Morning Star. Well, Maybe you know he's what? got that in his teeth. Yeah, Morning Star dangling down. The reason I talk about that is, do you know why? Because I was at Arundel Castle for bank holiday weekend, Ugh. and they did added this. <laughs> you criticise what I do with my time, getting drunk and going to Japan and stuff, and yeah. <laughs> Yes, I just, I'm just saying. Carry on. You're so partridge. And your clothes. And your clothes. <laughs> yeah, <we're close. laughs> Carry on. Yeah. I was in a library on the weekend. I hated it. <laughs> just, Carry just on. Because, just because you like getting drunk in the Far East and I like educating myself. Yeah. I'm not judging you for that. Just to be different, fair, different Pete, kind of education, mate. Pete isn't getting educated. He's giving people an education. Yeah. Yes. Quite yeah. there. And STDs. Yeah. Oh, oh, come God. on. Oh, he's stitching himself up. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Let him do it. Yeah. You Goodness know? me. Ugh. Anyway, speaking of not that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anything but that. Yeah. That sentence should be used a lot more on this show yeah, when I'm be. speaking. It uh-huh. should be. Um, yeah, uh, look, Swansea versus Stoke. Swansea need to win. It's not going to be a barn uh, Go back to your castle no, story. Not, well, I was at Arundel <laughs> Castle and had a display that half the castle is made up of... Um, Saltsmouth memorabilia. <laughs> I mean, Pete doesn't think that maybe the listeners want to hear it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you, should, you should get yourself down there. It's got you lovely grounds. There's a tulip festival on there, yeah. moment. Very pretty. Yeah, people dressed like Peter down there. No. <laughs> they wouldn't, he wouldn't the get tulip in. Tulip festival. He would not get in. Although to Pete, the tulip festival. Oh, no. Ironically, ironically, ironically speaking, Pete's the sort of guy who would dress in like a jerk in like a double, like a medieval doubler because he saw some people down the Groucho wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> Wrestle oh, this back, Marcus. Google the yeah. Groucho if you don't uh, know what that is. It's not worth your time. Um, Swansea versus Stoke. Are we, are we done or should we move yeah, on? Yeah, let's move on. Okay. Yeah. Oh, actually, one interesting thing, um, given the battle at the moment, though, that's one thing I saw today. The team that Swansea secured their league status um, against mm. in 2003, when it looked like they might drop out of the Football League altogether, was, was Hull. So, right, uh, right. What a journey for both clubs. It's, it's, that it's, is incredible. There's yeah. a lot of teams who've had that journey. Cause we talked about Brighton, oh, yeah. Bournemouth, of course, yeah, Swansea, um, Hull. Yeah, a lot of them have done Portsmouth on oh, the way. I was about to say. Will Hartlepool ever get a mention in that kind of bracket, Peter? Uh, Will the, you put some money into that club? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pete, when are you going to do your takeover? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you and Jeff Stelling. Yeah. Well, I sort of know that. Um, in oh, what the about past... the guy, the canoe man? He must have a few quid. Yeah. Well, he clearly doesn't. Why would he have a few quid? For some reason, he got I arrested thought... for fraud, Marcus. <laughs> Is that yeah. what... So he must, he knows how to get it somewhere. <laughs> the there's the opposite... there's actual money and Donald Trump kind of money, you know yeah. what I mean? No, I to be exactly fair, he could probably pass the fit and proper person's test. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> fit and proper canoeist. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Uh, what were we saying? I can't even remember, Marcus. No, I went to move on. Come on. <laughs> oh, oh, you right. mentioned the canoe, Ooh. man. I was trying both to. both telling each other how to do your jobs today. It's weird. <laughs> Burnley versus Manchester United. Thank mm. you. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Pete, you're, you're keen to talk a lot about this game. Off you go. <laughs> well, Burnley no, 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 versus no. Manchester United. If, 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 if the Red Devils win this, they'll be one part of Man City in fourth. They so, will. You know. They will. They will. <laughs> the Red <laughs> Devils. <laughs> that's, what Mar- true, Mar- that- that's what Marcus wrote on the running order. No, why'd you do that? You, you, <laughs> you stole something from me. I let you run away with it, and then you turned yourself in. <laughs> <laughs> Crying out loud. Cleverness um, is next to godliness, Marcus. As you well know. What does that mean? <laughs> that's a direct quote from the Bible. Don't question me. Question the Bible. No, I'm questioning the context of it. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's all right then. <laughs> it is remarkable though. If Manchester United win that game, that we won point off Manchester City. Mm. It's been a, a bit, slow grind, isn't it? It has, yeah. With with Man City, they've always been in the top four this season, and the, the, you know they obviously haven't been challenging for the league title per se for a number of weeks now. And Manchester United were very accustomed to sixth place. Have moved up since then. They're right up there with Man City. I was quite surprised when mm. when I was looking at that one because Manchester United. I know Burnley uh, away is uh, is a tough fixture as this season's often proved to yeah. be, uh, but they should win the game. Their away form has been really strong though, isn't it? Mm. So you know, I would think they're going to win this game as well. Um, obviously, they're playing in the Europa League at the moment, and they're putting a lot of um, lot of focus on that. But um, yeah, I, I, just, I think they're going to have a, enough to overpower Burnley as well. I think. Partly as well, you might wonder if Michael Keane's head has been turned by, yes. by Man United because there's a lot of talk of him going back there. There was an announcement today that he will be leaving Burnley. So oh, right. pretty much everyone oh, seems there? to I be. Didn't see that. It was reported on, on, on Sky, so okay. you know, who knows where it's come from. So but they, obviously, they, he's going to be unsettled by. They've that. been looking at Twitter then. <laughs> yeah, <quite. laughs> every time so, you see the yellow bar, Sky sources Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Um, well, Michael Keane could be re-signed by Manchester United. He was sold under Louis van Gaal's Cheers, tenure. Louis. <laughs> Louis van Gaal, the players that, that, that left and the players that came in, the players, one or two that have left, people say, well, should we re-sign them? And those who have left, they sold for enormous fees like Di yeah. Maria and, and so but on. The, um, that, Not all the time. On, on top of that, next time Anthony Martial scores a goal, it costs them £8.5 million. Pounds. Mm. So, again, thanks, Louis. Yeah. <laughs> Part of their transfer policy appears to be let players go and then just sign them back for massive fees, you yeah. know, like, like, like the old Paul, Paul Pogba thing. But the main United League position thing is, is interesting because everyone seems to have moved into a mode over the last couple of months or so, which is that essentially just all, everyone agrees, in quotes, that, that United's best chance of getting into the Champions League is winning the Europa League, mm. when actually all they've got to do is win their league games, really, yeah. because everyone yeah. else seems... It's in their hands, isn't it? Yeah. With the exception of, of Spurs and, to a slightly lesser extent, Chelsea, who are miles ahead of them anyway, um, everyone seems to be slipping up here and there. Everyone seems vulnerable. And United could, could easily just, by by slightly improving their home form, I know they don't lose too many, but they draw quite a lot of games, if they just won the games that were there in front of them, they would they would be able to get into the top four. Do you think that's actually maybe a little bit of a Mourinho masterstroke in sort of putting it out there that they're focusing more on the Europa League? So teams are sort of you know underestimating them a little bit in the league. Do you know, Zlatan said um, it, that everything Jose Mourinho says is a game. It's an ulterior motive to Quite. it. Like everything, you know, don't take anything you say he says on face value. And I, I think Zlatan also said that that works fine for me because I'm self, so self-motivated. It doesn't affect me anyway. But I, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Mourinho has says to his squad at the start of every season... Don't pay any attention to anything I say yeah. in the press. <laughs> and the only thing you need to worry about from me is what, is what you hear I said in, person, in, the, in yeah. the dressing room, or the training ground, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Everything else is just part of it. Leave it to me. Um, apart and, from you, Schreinsteiger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you, Luke Shaw. Yeah. And you, Martial. Yeah. Even Luke Shaw. Yeah. I, th- I think, I, I maintain, I mean, we had, a, we had a debate about this a while back and, you know, maybe there's not, not time to go back into it. The Luke Shaw thing, I didn't necessarily think was a huge deal anyway. I was, you know, he clearly knows the player. He mm. knows how to get the best out mm. of him. He, you know, he knows what he wants to do with Luke Shaw, and, and clearly he knows Luke Shaw better than anyone else to press does. So it may prove to be effective. It may well do. We're going to talk about the FA Cup semi-finals after this. Spring is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. Hi, I'm Dion Dublin, and when I'm not banging my tube, I'm listening to the football ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble Preview Show, everybody. Do not forget the 27th of May. It's Hackney Empire time, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be an absolute hoot. It's our end-of-season party. The only live show we're going to do over the summer. You're all invited. Pete's going to buy every single last one of you at least one beer. Mm. And a big one as well. There we go. Yeah. Double mm, pinter. A yard. So you buy You're bringing your double pinter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bringing your yard. Everyone's got, everyone's got to drink out the same yard. Pete, Pete no, little fact for you guys as well. Pete never goes to any live show without at least 
five strawpedo things, <laughs> <laughs> one in each pocket. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I walk and around with strawpedo hats. You can yeah. get now. Yeah. I walk around with uh, like shots. I'm like a shot girl in a, in a yes, high are. class nightclub. Like a, a belt, a belt, a bullet yeah. belt, but just with shots in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Anyway, um, red mullen stuff. You can get tickets, as they all say. Yeah. Red mullen stuff. You can get tickets on the Hackney Empire website and look at our social media feeds. It's all over the place, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. It's all there. It's very easy for you to do. Mm. Uh, we'll be disappointed if you don't show up. Damn it all. <laughs> um, right, let's have some emails with Pete Donaldson. Oh, so, oh yeah, yeah, all right then. Go on, Peter. <sighs> Hit us with your best one, too. Michal <laughs> Maguire. Hello, Michal. Oh, Michal's Michal again. A, a, he always gets yeah. in touch. Well, he's, he's getting in touch friend, again. Friend of the Ramble. I yeah. can't remember what the relative quality of his emails are like. Yeah. We're about to find out, but well, he's he always in a lot. Judge. That must be all right. Yeah, judge, well, this is, judge, this is a high watermark or not. Yeah. Uh, on the subject of meeting footballers. Okay, good start. I'd uh, like to contribute my time working at a casino in South Manchester. I used to have to work the gold room for VIPs because uh, Gail Givet came in once uh, when he just opened while playing for Blackburn, uh, and I was the one who spoke the best French. Okay. Yeah, well, Somehow well the powers that be decided this qualified me to deal with a whole load of other non-French speaking but similarly high-value customers. Uh, a couple of faces seen were Kenwin Jones, who refused to play the gold room, would instead sit in the corner of the main customer floor with ladies. Uh, <laughs> Danny Webber, who played uh, the regular poker room and seemed genuinely surprised that anyone had ever heard of him despite being a, in a Man United heartland. Uh, Fabio. That's like the opposite to you, Pete. Yeah. Being surprised so. that anyone's heard of him. <laughs> the opposite to that. I'm like, yeah, give me my VIP room, I say. Yeah. Fabio, who turned up expecting a tour from our pit bosses only to realise that it had been given to a different customer who looked a little bit like Fabio but in fact worked in a nearby bowling alley. Well, was it Raphael? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Well, it's particularly ironic given that he does have an identical twin. Yeah. Uh, then Man City youth team Andrea Mancini Ooh. son of Roberto Ooh. would come in uh, and just chuck money around uh, currently playing at New York Cosmos in the Nazzle and presumably annoying casino employees there there's something very very modern football special about a player who is as far as I'm aware not made anything more than like a handful of first team appearances yeah. still being able to go into like places and chuck money yeah. around a, a yeah. casino where the very yeah. idea is that you throw yeah. money about to still yeah. be opulent in there mm. someone, is quite impressive someone was saying to me a while back I forget who it was now that we're not far away from having the first million pound player who's never played a game yeah. who's earned a million from the game without actually having played yeah, a game yeah. well, there's that remarkable story that Brazilian uh, fella who <laughs> made a career in the game oh he never actually played yeah maybe he got like, the odd substitute appearance substitution appearance sort of 10 minutes here and there but he, he, he went and played well played uh, in France from Brazil he, he used to say I'm Romario's best mate and all this kind of stuff so, so maybe have a Google about what, that what that's he, quite amazing what he did is he, he spent a lot of time in quotes injured didn't yeah. he and built yeah, up yeah. decent friendships with yeah. other players and so right. they would convince other teams to sign him and stuff and yeah. he never really did anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah. He had a career for about 10, 12 years or something stupid I like know, that. Yeah. <laughs> What's next, uh, Donny? Uh, okay, um, um, hello to uh, <laughs> Mo Ali. Okay. Uh, big uh, Mo. On the suggestion of Pete, I thought I would buy a Blackwing pencil. Quick Amazon search, at £32.50 for a pack of 12, I thought F off Donaldson. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great example. We all know this because we know him, how out of touch Pete is with the average man. Mm. I'm not out of all touch, women, I just spend my money... Wisely. Unwisely. Weirdly. You're Strangely. not out of touch, you're recommending normal people buy £32. Do you know pencil. what my last purchase uh, was? Here we go. It was a couple of days ago. <laughs> Can this be a feature, actually? Set, we just, yeah. a everything picture. you buy. Uh, yeah, a feature. Just yeah. tell us everything you buy. So this, we need receipts. So this... Uh, Set of scientists uh, came up with the darkest material. Oh, I heard about this. Like Vanta, even... Vanta something. <laughs> yeah, Vanta black. Down alleyways don't give receipts. <laughs> Vanta black, uh, yeah. and it's the darkest material known to man. It doesn't reflect any light. It's actually quite hard to photograph because you just it doesn't reflect any it's light. Like a black hole, basically. Yeah, it's like a black hole. Yeah. Anyway, um, so 
a, a famous a famous British artist. I can't remember who it was. Is Anish Kapoor an uh, artist? Yeah. 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 Did you buy a black hole? Yeah. I bought a black hole. I bought a big you black hole. How much do you want for that? 100 quid? It's just a black board. No. Actually. Was it, was it Derek Stick, Trotter? You yeah. Yeah. If you're in real trouble, jump through that. Yeah. Never yeah. So, Vanta Black is the darkest material known to man. And uh, Anish Kapoor uh, signed a licensing deal for to be the only artist who can use that paint right, okay. uh, artistically. And so... Another artist, another British artist, <laughs> sold £10 uh, bottles of the darkest material he could make right. using you know, similar mm. techniques and on the cheap. Uh, and he exp- expressly said on the website, not for sale to uh, Anish Kapoor. <laughs> and you bought some? And I thought, I'm not Anish Kapoor, I can have some. How so much is some. it? So but now on the website it says, Anish Kapoor and Pete Donaldson. <laughs> <laughs> you know only a tenner. The, the, yeah. the, the fact that this story ends with Pete only spending a tenner no, on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Four quid delivery. I feel very happy with it. Mm, yeah. Do you feel shortchanged? Yeah, a little bit. Maybe yeah. I'm getting better. Yeah. Uh, good day, dear Ramblers. This one's from Michael Buchan or Buchan? B U C H A N. I'd like to draw your attention to the little spoken about Highland League, which, as of writing, has a heck of a close title race, with Bra Rangers having finished the season on 81 points. Bucky Thistle are behind them with 79 points, but one game against Poe opposition. So, most likely, they will be top by uh, Saturday. Here's the twist in Bucky's tale, though. Last game out, uh, they had a player, Callum Murray, back from Devon. Vale, uh, and he was an unused sub. Problem is, they hadn't registered him, uh, so they may very well get a points deduction when the league board meet on Thursday night, the 20th of April. What a way to end your season. Oh, They're meeting oh, now. Man. They're meeting right now. Incredible. Enjoy the wow. show, lads, uh, even though I believe that Aberdeen don't get enough airtime for how great they are. Okay. I, did, well, I disagree with that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I what I would say is... Aberdeen get a fair crack yeah, of the week. I what, too. what I would say is that Michael did end his email by writing a friend of Football Weekly. Who read your message out? Yeah. Do they even do emails? What's his name? Or do they get some odd, like, Guardian admin assistant Pete, to read them out for him? What's his name? Uh, Michael. You dick. Hey. <laughs> Hey, steady. Uh, do you want to hear another football tipping story? Of course, yes, please. Uh, this goes back about 10 years. This is from Rob, a proud Scott. Uh, 10 years when I was working at university, working for a temporary uh, catering agency on a job at Livingston FC. I was working in the supporters club behind the bar when a fresh-faced youth player wandered up to the bar in full Livingston FC tracksuit and requested three blue WKDs. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we, yeah. To which I replied, have you got any ID? His response was, don't you know who I am? I'm Robert Snodgrass. I hit him back mm. with, I do now and I know you're 17 so it will be a soft drink oh, <laughs> needless to say I had the I, last laugh I think there's a little bit of uh, l'esprit d'escalier kind of you know the, the, the whole um, thought you have on the on the stairwell yeah I think I also think it takes a very special human being to be able to order seriously three blue WKDs while wearing a full tracksuit yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, finally for now Ben Norris uh, comes in with uh, when Gaza was at Spurs he used to do a tip incredibly well 50 quid usually uh, when he came in for TV show Fridays, he used to have a bacon cheeseburger and a chocolate milkshake. Uh, Ian Wright and Sol Campbell on occasion would leave nothing. Right. So there we go. I can believe that after Soul Man. Yeah. Um, Disappointed in writing. Same. And, and mm. you know what? Gascoigne's did tish, uh, dishing out £50 tips in the early 90s. Is, well. I was about to say, the, yeah. the meal wouldn't have been that much. No, and, and, and also, um, we had a couple of people on Twitter. Um, one person got in touch saying that they got tipped uh, £10. Or it might have been £13 by um, ex, I think, Preston Strucker, Richard Cresswell. Oh, that's right. Yeah. At, at a pizza hut. 
So big thirteen spread. pounds. If we can, if we, <laughs> if we can, um, if we can definitely confirm that the Gascoigne fifty pound story goes straight to the top of the table yeah, above yeah. Sven, who only tipped thirty. Yeah, yeah. So good, good on Gascoigne. You, you, you'd imagine that of Paul Gascoigne, though, wouldn't you? Yeah. Very generous chap, I throwing away money. Yeah, well, quite. <laughs> um, but yes, I know what you mean. Um, uh, shall we go to the FA Cup? Let's. Yes, it's uh, Chelsea versus Spurs. Conte uh, Pochettino. Big I am one. Absolutely bloody excited for these mm. weekends. Yeah, <laughs> semi finals going to be fantastic. Sometimes it's a shame when. It is just the the massive teams in the semis because you think oh, a, a, a side um, like a Wigan, for example, are yeah. not going to win the tournament, and there's not much fairy tale. And then you think to yourself, but we are going to get two of the big boys playing each yeah. other, which is always <laughs> yeah. an intriguing one. And the the tactics as well, especially from Conte and Pochettino, and in the light of the title race as well. Well, yeah. absolutely. I, I think a few people have come out and said it's not going to make any difference. You know, a couple of players have said, "Oh, it doesn't make any difference to Arsenal." I think it's massive. I think it really is massive. I think psychologically, really important. Psychological blows are at stake here, Luke. Indeed, and, 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 and that's just at the football ramble. And and, and Sp- well, quite. And Spurs have been playing the best football in in, in the country for quite some time mm-hmm. now. And for my money, you know, clearly, you know, we, we have a system of working out who the best team is throughout the season. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the league table, yeah. and, and that's fine. But for the last however many few weeks, weeks and months, Spurs have been the best team in the country. Yeah. So, the, but the fly on the ointment for them is clearly this Wembley thing. And they've won one game at Wembley since two thousand and eight, mm. um, and they've played a few times. They, have, they are drawn away in this fixture. I so, believe, oh, so that might count. Yeah. That might count. Yeah. Press is all on Chelsea. <laughs> but I don't That's a strange one. Um, Eric Dyer has been talking about Spurs' versatility, saying that um, mm. last season they pretty much played in the same formation with similar tactics in every game, but this year they're mixing it up a lot. But they're all very comfortable in how they do that and how they manage that within mm-hmm. a game. And I think you know they were fantastic l- l- last year, but they've, they've stepped it up even more this season. You, you can actually see that. Yeah, because they look undaunted <laughs> by everything. Do you, do you, you don't necessarily notice them mixing that up, but that's probably. The difference as well is, is that you know Chelsea had a bit of bad luck at Old Trafford, which went sort of quite underreported. It was the fact that Courtois got injured fairly late yeah. on. Um, uh, Alonso was ill, and I think Moses might have been as well. well and Costa was oh, under the Costa, weather as well because the bug's been going around their group. Apparently. Right, so fine. But I actually think that Spurs would deal with that better. I mean, they, they seem to have players who just slot in mm. and they can adapt. Well, they did it at Upton extent. Park that time. Yeah, yeah the lasagna. How long ago was that? Yeah, I'm not talking about that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so the, the, the fact is now that that they have versatility of tactics and a versatility. Of, um, of players who can come in mm. um, to, to cope with that a lot better. I mean, the, the, the problem is this Wembley thing, and I think it's probably related to the pitch size. Um, will be fascinating to see how they cope with that because yeah. Pochettino seems to be like a manager who likes a challenge, he likes to overcome these obstacles, and he spent a bit of time building this team now. And I think he'll see this as a huge part of their development if they can win a game against a team like Chelsea um, at Wembley uh, for obvious reasons, but also because of this Wembley problem they've had. And and I was actually at the semi final last time they played Chelsea 5 1. Yeah, I was there um, with you. And um, didn't Spurs have a goal disallowed erroneously as well? Oh. That's right. It was over the line, wasn't it? And um, it wasn't given because we didn't have the old uh, video tech. <laughs> Drogba scored an absolute he, It was one of the best day. goals I've ever seen live. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, look, it's been a fascinating game. Um, Chelsea are um, 17 to 10 to beat Spurs with Bet365. So, £10 that returns £27, including stake. It's an, it's an interesting one. Um, and both sides dominate the uh, the PFA team Absolutely. of the year. They do, yeah. And, 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 so. and rightly so. As I mean, you would expect. Yeah, you've got Lukaku. No, Victor Moses, though. No, Lukaku's in there. and um, Which is a disgrace, Jim. And, I know. And, and Marley's in there and, uh, and De Gea, I think, isn't he? And that's yeah. pretty much it, apart from Chelsea and Spurs. Yeah, both Spurs fullbacks. 
Kane one, and Ali, isn't it? One of the things that was great about this this game as well, the Spurs Chelsea game, which is clearly the biggest game for, for a while now, is the old uh, the old PR mind games about this Alderweireld story being leaked. Yeah. Oh, so yes. if you dig if you dig under the surface, this thing people that you know, three days before a big semi final between these two teams, a journalist who's very close to Antonio Conte puts out that Alderweireld's got a release clause in his c- contract and that he's not signed a new one and all this other stuff. Which essentially, when you dig down, we won't go into all the sort of boring details, but it's essentially it's essentially untrue. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it's classic classic PR tactics mm, yeah. like before the game. How can we unsettle their best mm. defender? Well, know? Diego Costa's been unsettled. Yeah. yeah, quite, quite, quite yeah. clearly, and you, and you you look into that, and you think, yeah, that uh, the Chinese club, um, Tianjin Guangzhou, reportedly still have a six hundred and twenty grand a week That's deal on the table. It? It's enough to turn anyone's head. <laughs> I'll, I'll be finding it very hard to concentrate. <laughs> I would have yeah. neck problems with I mean, that. Imagine the stuff we buy. Well, you don't want me buying with that. I'd well, cover myself in that paint. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to see him. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore make me good at football. It's it <laughs> yeah, true. Ghosting in at the back. Look at that floating kit. Yeah. Oh, it's the 12th Can't man. It's Pete Dawson. <laughs> it, here's something for you, though. If Chelsea fail to win the league this season, mm. you could argue, I think fairly successfully, that it's mostly Dio Costa's fault. He's their front-line striker. He's done absolutely nothing of note, other than, I think, three goals since January when he had his head turned. Yeah. He hasn't scored in the last five games, and that's the first time he's gone that long without a goal in England. Um, Disgraceful, so in my yeah. opinion. Disgraceful. Well, it's, it's, as Jim said, why not give Batshuayi another... Another yeah, he doesn't seem actually, the dice, what, was, what I was saying was actually like he doesn't seem to have much faith in him, does he? So well, you know, yeah. with that in mind, maybe he maybe he feels he can't. Maybe he's just got to persevere with Costa. I think with Costa though, like you would imagine, and, and Conte would know him very well, of course. You would imagine with Costa that if you can just, if you will. Put his head and, and focus him back on the task in hand. Then, then he'll be away. But he's had three months to do that. Well, he has mm. had three months to do that. But you know what it's like. It must be like for a manager. You think this guy. If, if we can just do it, we nearly had it there. We had a little glimpse of it there. You just keep on persevering because obviously he doesn't um, rate Batshuayi as, as high as Costa, and, and rightly so because Costa's been superb largely in the Premier League. And uh, it would be very interesting what which Costa turns up. It would be interesting. If, I mean, I imagine he will start against Spurs, but he was he was dreadful at Old Trafford. Yeah, he was. He just didn't offer anything. But at all. to be fair to him, he was ill. Oh yeah, so. go on, get on with it. Well, maybe, but maybe, <laughs> maybe there's a little bit of I don't know, um, taking your foot off the gas for, with, with with Chelsea. There maybe because the thing was it's only a league game. We wrapped up the league yeah. a, a couple of months ago. Don, Donny's ill every week and he doesn't complain. Uh, well, you're always ill, aren't you? You were still, you were still. Muscular. I'm a poorly boy. Yeah, exactly. You still yeah. get someone with it. Sort of it. become the norm though. The listeners wouldn't know. Yeah, mm. yeah. He and still when he delivers, but the that's become, child of the ramble. But that becomes a norm for Pete. And when he gets well, he goes straight to Japan. <laughs> that's mm. true. <laughs> He's off. I'm using this reboot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What do we? Well, Romelu Lukaku apparently wants to return to Chelsea. So he'd be an obvious replacement for Diego Costa. Well, I can see why they want him. Yeah, I right. Can exactly. See why, definitely see why they want oh, him. And, and apparently, Bournemouth are favourites to cite John Terry. And there were some lovely, uh, lovely ones on. I think people were saying on Twitter and whatnot. Terry the Cherry. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, that was enjoyable. I mean, presumably that story is just because they so they can use that headline. Yeah, why I, not? Yeah. I heard and why on, not? Yeah, hmm, as you say. Well, I heard on Tuesday from decent sources. I, mean, mm. I, I don't know that many people in football, obviously, but I know I heard it from a few decent sources mm-hmm. that he's, he's a shoe in to go to West Brom. And 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 the link is that he had a chance to go to Bournemouth in January but didn't go um, so I heard that he's going to go to West Brom Terry you, the Cherry do you want a quick um, South Coast update uh, Luke I'll give, a, I should a, be li- giving you a South Coast a update little, a little South Coast uh, email uh, this is from uh, Sean Wrong Phillips um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, lads this week Luke said he likes the unimaginative name of Banks of D who are named so because they are on the Banks of the D I wonder if there are any, any teams based at the mouth of a pot 
Yeah, but Ooh. I didn't actually. Well, that's fine, <laughs> and I do get the joke, but I wasn't. Actually, I, wasn't I wasn't actually cane on them. I was saying I quite liked it. I wasn't saying I didn't like it. I yeah, but you said it was unima- unimaginative. Yeah, true. Okay, fair point. What's I mean, to be fair, I had we have really picked up on that. You know, Liverpool, yeah. Manchester well, United. You, when you're angry about a listener, you always ask their name. At What's the end his of the name? Email. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Paul Smith. What's his address? Of Maximal Park. Can we, can we can we get him blocked? Get him blocked. <laughs> Bill Carl. Yeah. Um, any more for any more with uh, Chelsea Spurs? Because I'm ready to talk about Arsenal versus mm. Manchester City. Big one. Yeah, yeah, there's, is, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's talk of a back three again for Arsenal. Because, uh, well, there might be back threes. In, there might, might be back threes with Chelsea, suppose. There might be back yeah. threes with that. I mean, it three could be, back threes. Exactly, yeah. It, it could be incredible. But what I would say is Man City don't have any good central defenders. Why do they want to play an extra one? Well, Vincent Company's not. Are <laughs> <that>. they <laughs> joking? Are <laughs> 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 but, uh, but they might be missing John Stones. Could be without Bakary Sagna, which could uh, be be critical, uh, critical, which could be uh, crucial in uh, yeah. Pep Guardiola's decision, perhaps. Mm. And there's talk of Gabriel Jesus making a surprise return. Oh, as really? Well. That yeah. would be something wouldn't I would it? love that apparently mm. he's been back in back in training oh great wasn't he initially due to come back on Easter Sunday was that just a brilliant <laughs> joke yeah. there's another one Terry the Cherry I think <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean I'll, I'll, I'll stand corrected on the John Terry thing uh, fine but I mean yeah why let the truth get in the way of a good headline there that's, that's a fairly good adage I think yeah. of course yeah um, so I, I'm interested to see if Rob Holding starts I'm fairly certain he will because he played very well against Palace and uh, if Arsenal do go with the back three which I think they, I think they will um, wasn't it against Middlesbrough he played well uh, sorry it was against yeah. Middlesbrough yeah nobody played well against Palace <laughs> 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 yeah. what game were you watching <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even that, I mean, the thing is, they weren't even that convincing against Middlesbrough. No, Middlesbrough no. probably should have got a point. But Holding did stand out as having a good game um, mm-hmm. within the, 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 you know, the, the storm that is Arsenal's mm-hmm. defence. So it'd be nice to see a little bit more room because there needs to be some injection needs to come in, something different, even if it is a young player. So that's you know that's maybe a little bit of little bit of light there. Why is he not a midfielder, that lad? Just a, a defensive know, midfielder. It's annoying, isn't it? It's like, do you remember Spurs had that defender called Defendi? You know, why wasn't he the greatest player that ever defended? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> It'd be great if it turned out later on that he changed his name to that. Yeah. <laughs> Pick me, please, boss. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, are, you, are, you, are you worried for Arsenal, Luke, that they could get hammered here? I don't do think you Luke's think... ever that worried for us. No. <laughs> I'll have a lovely time. <laughs> No, I, I do think there is. Do you know what? I do think there is one of these sort of situations where, when it's a high-profile game at Arsenal, mm. before the kickoff, you do sort of fear for them a little bit. Mm. I mean, after a couple of minutes, you you can generally tell that um, that they um, that they are either going to be okay or they're going to have a terrible afternoon. Mm-hmm. And once you, once they well, if they start off fairly settled, you know they're going to be okay because they are capable of doing yeah. all right against yeah. a good teams. They sometimes just and, forget that. And, and their record <laughs> and their record again in the FA Cup recently is absolutely mm. fantastic. You know, and they've beaten some good teams as well. So I, I wouldn't fear for them. No, I mean whatever happens, I, I love FA Cup semi-final weekend it's fantastic mm. I'll have a great time whatever yeah. happens to him so whatever torment you're going through <laughs> hopefully it'll, Remember. Be, it'll be salved to the wound to know that I'll be having a great time alright mate well give me a ring if it's going particularly badly yeah. I'll, need, I'll need cheering up <laughs> no, <we'll> <laughs> <laughs> but, every um, time I do that you never answer <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, I, I think actually genuinely it might be a little bit of a break from the league as well from all the sort of chaos going on there so I mean Arsenal, I think Arsenal probably aren't really expected to win this game I think you'd have City as the slight favourite mm. so there's a bit of you know, bit of pressure off there. But you, Arsenal, you definitely Arsenal, have Man City's favourites. Yeah, they are favourites. Arsenal 10 to 3 with Bet365 to beat Man City. £10 returns £43 and 33 pence, including stake. Um, Manchester City are 15 to 8 to win the cup. They're the favourites, I think. So, um, yeah, pr- pretty interesting stuff. The thing is with Arsenal, like I said, they've, they've got a good record in the cup. Mm. And, and, and what tends to happen with this whole thing about Wenger is because the, the light and the fire burns so brightly with Arsenal fans, mm-hmm. especially this season you get an impression that they're worse than they actually are. Yeah, of course. And, and they've won, haven't they won two FA Cups in the last three years? But if you look at the, yeah, the, the, so. the opponents they faced in, in the latter rounds, I can't remember in, in the previous rounds, I'm sure they beat 
you know, at least one or two of the big sides. But didn't they play Reading? And it wasn't it... Um, Hull in the final. Hull in the final, in the final Aston the final Villa the in the other final. But yeah. it was Reading in one semi-final. And wasn't it Sheffield United or somebody in the other semi-final? They've, they've beaten big teams along the way. Yeah. They definitely have. You have to. Of course, but well, okay. But it's not like they've been sort of slaying every sort of giant of, of English football. Well, no, yeah, but that's, no. that's the draw, isn't it? I mean, yeah, quite. I mean, I mean Portsmouth played Portsmouth played easy teams in the FA Cup in two thousand eight, but they won at Old Trafford. People yeah, forget well, that. Portsmouth, you won't mind me saying, were bloody lucky that year. No, but, 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 that's, <laughs> but no, but, no. What I would say is. When the when the window of opportunity presents itself and it did appoint you've got to take it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, sure. Liverpool did when with that, Champions League. When yeah. that man's bell peels out and I'm with tattoos. <laughs> I told you about that last I, I told you about that earlier in the week. I don't want to talk about him anymore. Um, I'll bet the week with Bet365 um, because old JK is no longer in the hot seat. Yeah. Farewell, JK. We hardly knew you. He, he did well, um, though. This one's come from Ed Baker and he says, Dear Ramblers, Bournemouth versus Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough is my bet of the week to be nil-nil at 10-1. to one. Bournemouth haven't been great this season and may struggle to break down Middlesbrough and Middlesbrough literally have forgotten how to do goals. <laughs> best of luck, Ed Baker. Well, best of luck to you, Ed Baker, because mm. you're in the hot seat yeah. and it's your bet of the mm. week. And you um, sound a little bit like knockoff clothing from I the I was market. about to say, yeah. Ed Baker. Mm. Do you know what I thought to myself? He sounds a bit like he could be a Doctor Who. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, do- the Doctor, sorry, mm. as he's called the character. Mm. People get that wrong, don't they? The show is Doctor Who, the character is the Doctor. Oh, I grew up, everyone. Yeah. Well, That's you know, what I say. Listen, if you spend enough time at Arundel Castle, mate, you don't mind that, that in Japan, is? do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, £50 on that at 10 to 1 with Bet365 will return a colossal £550, including the stake, with proceeds, of course, going to Prostate Cancer UK. You must be over the age of 18 to gamble and gamble responsibly. Uh, for more information, go to gamblewell.co.uk. So that is uh, 10 to 1. Nil nil between Bournemouth and Middlesbrough. If if there's a goal at any point, obviously this bet is all over. It's, it's, it's a brave selection from Ed, but that's what we like um, from a man. That's what we expect from a man who sounds like he could be uh, the Doctor from Doctor Who. Mm. That's right. That is absolutely right. Uh, let's look ahead to the weekend. Yes, look ahead to the weekend with some of our lovely listeners, some of which have emailed in um, already, Pete. Thanks for that. Yes. Um, this is from Jamie Glyn Bale. He says, uh, Ramble Granada fan here, so not much to look forward to apart from guessing what style of Briton tour suit and tie combo Senor Adams will be wearing in sunny Sevilla this weekend. Uh, so I'll be focusing on looking forward to seeing if Luke has finally finished that book or we'll get a, well, I'm reading Angelotti's book and he says for the sixth straight Ramble. Oh, you're hard. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with reading books, Jamie? Yeah. <laughs> Judging by some of the grammar on that message mate you can read a few more yourself Luke did you pay for that book yourself no right I didn't don't have books. some respect don't need to don't, don't need, need to, to. shotlifter yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've got another one here um, I did have three I selected three Pete's no. already read one of them out so cheers Pete right. um, so I'm going to do this one I'm looking forward to Newcastle fucking up promotion well, oh dig at Donaldson the sense of dread is growing well, if we win on Monday, we'll be all right. That's from Joe Dimmer. If we, you didn't even say it with any sort of conviction at all. No. <laughs> how, worried are, how worried are you, my old son? Uh, I've said it before, I think we'll be all right, but we're not looking like we're uh, going to bother the Premier League next season, do we? <laughs> if, <laughs> they're they're really they, if they do drop into the, uh, into the playoffs, we are not going on <laughs> on this yeah, form. No, that would, you, you'd be... Confidence would just be through the floor, wouldn't it, if yeah. you blew it at that point? If, mm. if Newcastle United drop into the playoffs, I would put my house on them not going up. There's yeah. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely no, no way you can raise yeah. I don't think they wouldn't get the final. Oh, is, is Ashley's checkbook going to get a dusting, an airing <laughs> in the summer? Though? That's what you need to ask yourself. <laughs> oh, I wish you'd just buy a ticket and go somewhere else. <laughs> Deary me. With I, that checkbook. It's a, it's, um, it's a shame for Sunderland, because if they go down, then Newcastle go up. 
that would be obviously gutting for them <clears throat> because not only did Newcastle get bragging rights, Sunderland miss out on those six points. Yeah, they do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, what, what are you looking forward to this weekend, uh, Spelzy? You know what I'm looking forward to. Mm, I think it's, we're all looking forward to it. It's the Birmingham Derby and old Redders back in the very, very hot seat away to Aston Villa. I've yeah, got the first so, game. I've got an update on that as well. Guess who's been given the nod? Go on. Bondi. No, yeah. he has. Oh, yeah, nice. in there. Bondi's making the trip. <laughs> yeah, he's been named as part of the support staff. Well, someone's got to drive red nap on the day. I bet yeah. his fingers were getting twitchy waiting by the phone. Oh, finally, he's going to ring yeah. me. Come on, his, his fingers will be covered in driving gloves. I've already got, I've already got the engine running. <laughs> Kevin Bond cars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see Red Nap's interview today where he said that um, he hadn't seen the fixtures, he hadn't seen who they were playing until after he'd taken the job? It's, no, it's a load of nonsense. He just does this, doesn't he? Ah, oh, well, I haven't got a magic wand. Yeah. You know, oh, I don't even want paying. I, I don't even want paying if they st- if they get yeah. relegated. You'd imagine it, well, can't you? Well, if they if they if they actually go down. That's oh, true. so Harry, you're not what. Wow, you mean probably, knees, probably knees. written the check already, he's, haven't you? <laughs> he's such a wheeler dealer, he's offering a money back guarantee on a management position <laughs> in football. Which definitely won't happen. No, quite. And, and to be fair, and nor it should. But you, the man's provide a service. Do you, do you think um do you think that if, if they stay up he'll stay on? I'd love it if he did. I'd absolutely love it if he did. Yeah, I think it would yeah, be great. Yeah, yeah, I think he probably would. Birmingham yeah. City fans, get in touch. Yeah. Get in touch. Um Jim Duffy, who I oddly called Sean Duffy. Um, oh, yeah. on, on, wasn't, on he in, wasn't he in Boyzone? No, Sean, Shane, Duffy. Like, no, yeah, Sean, Sean Duffy. Duffy apparently is a member of the, the US House of Representatives. Oh, or Shane something. Duffy was in one of those Irish Shane boy bands. Yeah. He was also in Dream Team as well. Uh, okay. My oh. ex, ex, ex's girlfriend, ex, ex-girlfriend's uh, brother go. used to write for Dream Team and he was always told to keep his hair the same length yeah. because of continuity because they were halfway between filming and he turned up once and he shaved all his hair off because uh, uh, I, I got paint in it if you don't mind me saying that's quite a poor story what do you mean <laughs> well, <it wasn't. laughs> alright all right, I'll, I'll up the ante he once turned up with two halves of cars Oh. Two halves of cars. Yeah. Well, you start with that. There we go. Lead with that. What? Right. So, I don't even on. know what that means. He was in Herbie Goes Bananas. <laughs> um, what, what, which paint was it? Because if it was that stuff you bought, no one would have known. No, exactly. It wouldn't have needed to know it. He's got really dark he, hair. How did he get the cars there? I think it was, like a, it was on like, a, like a pickup sort of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you got any more boy band story? Because I met Mark Owen once. And he was very, very. To be nice. that wasn't a boy band story. It yeah. was sort of. Yeah, it wasn't. It was about Dream Team. Cut and shut story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. You met who, Mark? Mark Owen. Oh, he, take he, that. He was very nice. Yeah. Excellent. Right. Is that a good story? <laughs> no. Mark, Mark Owen is nice. <laughs> Mark Owen is nice. We could have all guessed that. It's more of a sentence. Yeah. I love you, Mark. A lot of your stories are like that. You can you can always tell when it's going to be a poor story from Donny because it always starts with my ex-girlfriend's brother's postman's dad <laughs> he had a dog once and he brought that dog off bloody well I was going to be know, Greg Wallace I was going to I was going to be one of the, the, the background artists playing a bit of football on Dream Team but well, I that was never going to happen well I couldn't <laughs> they weren't amazing footballers were they you just had to kick a football around but I couldn't because I had tattoos on my like how times have changed <laughs> <laughs> That's what they told him. Yeah, it's, the <laughs> it's the tattoos, mate. Yeah. The fact he just fell off of the bonnet. I'm wearing, tra- wearing tracksuit bottoms. Yeah, <laughs> but these cameras they go right through. I'm just astounded you've got three Dream Team stories. I know, right? That is quite impressive. Bring back Dream Team. Have you got any more Take That stories, I Luke? wonder what the Twitter's going to consist of this week. Mm. Yeah. It's been have Dream you ever, Team. Have you ever met Jason Orange, Luke? No, I haven't, actually. No, I haven't. Have you ever met Gary Barber? Oh, no, I actually... I, do you know what? Technically, I have, because it was at... Technically, I it have. Was at Capital, Technically. Pete, it was at Capital Radio. Go into the concert. Mm. Would you want to know? answer or not well, go it, on, was, it was at Capital Radio and they were all sat around there and Mark Allen was the only one who said hello to me that's basically okay. why so I, te- I only counted Mark Owen yeah, right. yeah. Mm. Yeah. what about you Jim 
met any one of Backstreet Boys? I have never met anyone from a boy band. No. Okay. But you've been in one, though. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, yeah, Jim Duffy. That's where how we, we got onto this. Yeah. Um, he'll serve a two-match ban for his naughtiness at okay. Easter Road. Naughtiness. Okay. Not, not too bad. He'll take that, I'd have thought. <laughs> take it on the chin. <laughs> Have a square go at taking that on the chin. <laughs> yeah, he dishes out a lot on the chin, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Bennett. <laughs> there we are. Uh, I think we're done, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the preview show, sponsored by Bet365. Uh, we'll be back, of course, um, at the start of next week. Do not forget that live show. You, yeah, you, yeah. You've been absolute mug to miss it. Yeah, promise you, you that. Promise yeah. you that. Um, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Peter. Goodbye. Cheerio from me. Mm.